Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I wanted to talk about today something that, um, the, you know, the Lord kind of revealed to me in a little bit of a different way. And it is something that you probably heard teach a lot. You're probably going to say, yes, yes, I know. I, I know that. I've heard that. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that. But I do want to point out that um, this is something that not a lot of uh, believers in the body of Christ really actually truly get. I understand if you had head knowledge of it, but if you had heart knowledge of it, then you would be producing fruit from it. And so I want you to keep your mind open to that when you start to think, oh, I know that, I know that. Well, are you producing fruit? from that. So I just want to just put a little, <laughs> little disclaimer there. Have an open mind, have an open heart, you know, but anyways, so I was, it was in the late night. I was rocking my daughter, um, trying to get her to go back to sleep. And, you know, I'm just sitting there thinking about like, you know, why do we have such limitations when it comes to like healing for example. Um, you know, I'm thinking to myself, you know, why is it we think that, you know, praying for an injured foot would be easier than praying for an amputee to have a brand new foot grown? You know what I mean? And it got me thinking and the Holy Spirit was just kind of sharing with me how we, you know, we put degrees of difficulty on our levels of faith especially when it comes to like believing for uh, healings, right? You know, we think, oh, you know, that's going to be hard. You know, it's just easier to, you know, pray for you to feel better than, you know, raise someone from the dead. You, you know what I'm saying? And the Lord showed me in that moment that, you know, um, and he spoke to me this, that the power is the same, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. That's good. Because it's the same amount of power no matter the type of healing, whatever it is you're putting your faith to believe for, whether it's for yourself, whether it's someone else, whether it's not even a healing but a certain situation, that his power is the same. The portion of power is the same. Whether you're believing for you know, a sprained ankle to feel better and be healed or you're believing for an amputee, a brand new foot to be grown. He says it is the same portion of power that the what we're putting um, degrees, levels of degree on is not our faith, but our unbelief. Because you either have faith or you have unbelief. So we need to change our thinking here because this is what's limiting us. We don't want to actually say this is unbelief, but we, you know, we want to say, well, I don't have enough faith for that, or I got to really build my faith. No, that's not true. That's wrong thinking. We don't need to build our faith. We need to eliminate our unbelief because that same power that rose Jesus from the dead, it's the same power. It's more than enough. It's living inside of us. It's ready to be used through us. But our unbelief has, 
you know, deceived us in our way of thinking. So that's something I wanted to share with you because like the definition of faith, you know, faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's what Hebrews 11, 1 tells us, you know, faith means a firm um, belief. Substance is a firm foundation and confidence and hope is an anticipation of something good. So whether you hope for it, it's going to be, you know, made out of faith, right? Um, so faith is believing in your heart that something you cannot see is going to come to pass. Evidence of things not seen is the situation. The situation through our eyes may look impossible, but in faith, it's knowing God's ability and power. Now, he revealed this to me, you know, as, you know, like I said, I'm rocking my daughter's sleep and I'm thinking about this, like, you know, because I want to get this, you know what I mean? I want to, I want to, everything God says that we can do, I want to do it. And he says it to us so simply, um, you know, that we should go as believers, you know, heal the sick, raise the dead, you know, he's telling us to go make disciples and it's all the same portion of his power. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, how can I overcome how I want to see, I want to see people raised from the dead. I want to see people healed, but what is it? And that's when he was showing me that we put levels and degrees on our faith, but really it's unbelief and his portion of power, the same amount of power that takes to heal someone's sprained ankle is the same amount of power it takes to raise someone from the dead. But see, our issue is our level of unbelief. So I want to read to you in Matthew 7, 20, or no, 17, 20, sorry, Matthew 17, verse 20. It says, so Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, I say to you, if you had faith as small as a mustard seed, you would say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. So he's pretty much saying here, you know, he didn't say you have little faith. He really is actually telling them because of your unbelief. But if you had faith as small as a mustard seed, and you know, mustard seed is the smallest seed in like the whole seed kingdom, right? And it can grow to be this massive tree. But he's pretty much saying because your unbelief, if you had any faith at all you could have moved this mountain from here to there now he didn't say now if you had a little bit of faith you could have you know delivered that person or you could have done this healing or that but he goes to say if you had any faith at all you could have done the impossible so let me read this to you again because of our unbelief we failed But if we had any faith at all, we could have done the impossible. And that's in my heart what I feel that scripture is telling us. And um, that's why I want to emphasize that, you know, we got to change the way we've been taught and how we think. That it's not levels of faith, but it's levels of weakness and unbelief 
in our thinking because it's the same power. It's the same authority. So I just want to give you a second to just think about that. Because if you are going to say, oh, I got that. I know that. I got faith. I don't doubt God. I don't. Then you would be producing fruit. Okay. Then you would have a, a, you know, a hundred percent success rate. Anytime you prayed for someone for healing, or if you're believing for something, you know, um, for God to do something on your behalf, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I say this in encouragement because God really wants us to renew and review our mind. We need to review our mind and we need to renew it. And it's amazing when God kind of gives you those little revelations of, oh, why am I having to have stronger faith when it's all the same power and authority? So either you have faith or you don't. Let's not deceive ourselves and limit what God can do through us to help someone else. So like Romans 12, 3 says, you know, for I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you to not think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each of us a measure of faith. And then Amplified says, as God has, um, you know, given each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. So, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I've heard people say, like, everyone's given a different portion of faith. But that is actually talking about, he's given everyone the same measure of faith. Everyone's dealt, dealt the same measure, the same faith, the same measure. But... I really believe it's how our unbelief obviously wrecks and manipulates our faith. If that makes sense. I hope you're following this. I'm trying not to be too scatterbrained. I am quite sleep deprived these last several months with my daughter. So I feel like, you know, Lord, I can't believe how well I am doing I do pray that Lord gives me supernatural like rest and focus and I really do feel that for not getting any sleep. I really do feel like some supernatural um <laughs> like some supernatural stuff at work because I would probably I don't know how I would even keep a thought even straight. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyways, let me continue. Um so you know, I know people say, like, you know, I, I know some people feel like, well, maybe it wasn't God's will to heal her. Uh, maybe it was God's will to, you know, take, you know, let her die. And, you know, he wanted to keep her. You know, I've heard that. And that's not God's will. I can't stress that enough. Like, if you go to John 10.10, 10, it says, The thief come to still kill and destroy. But I have come that I might have life and that they might have it more abundantly god is about life and about abundance it's the devil that is about stealing killing destroying not god it is not god's will for there to be death there's not god's will to it's not god's will to steal your health from you to steal your life from you 
that is not God, that's the devil. And God's will is that everyone would have life and they would have it more abundantly. So I just want to put that out there. I want to nip that in the bud before people are like, well, maybe it's God's will when I prayed and that person wasn't healed. Nope. Mm -mm. It's God's will. Um, But it's our unbelief that uh, hindered God's ability, his will, his that action to happen because our unbelief like cut it off we got in the way and that's something we need to examine we need to review and renew our mind in those areas and we need to let the lord show us those areas that we need to work on just like how you know i was sitting there rocking my daughter and i'm thinking about this like you know you know, what, you know, why do we think like this and how, you know, and he, you know, said, it's the same power, Courtney. It's the same portion of power. And it's not different levels of faith because you only, it's the same power. I don't need to build, 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 build my faith because it's not building, building, building power. You know what I'm saying? It's the same portion of power that rose Christ from the dead. So it covers any situation right and I'm given that same portion of faith but it's my unbelief that gets in the way if that makes sense I just I want to repeat myself so this makes sense and you know you got you you get it so that's why you might hear me say it over and over again but let's go to um mark 16 verse 15 And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And those signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up servants, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. And they lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he received them up in heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Okay? Nothing in there says, you know, build up your faith so that these signs will follow you. No. He's given us the same portion of faith. It's the same portion of power. But he does tell us in scripture that it's because of our unbelief. And like, um, I was reading what was it in Daniel the other day. It was Daniel eleven thirty two, and it was saying like, "But the people who know their God shall be strong, and carry out great exploits." And that kind of technically means. You know, achievement mean like a remarkable deed implies strength or daring or even uh, means heroic act. And, you know, that stuck to me that, you know, the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. So people that know their God, people that are in relationship with God, believers that are in relationship with God shall be strong and carry out heroic acts. And 
And like Hebrews um, 11.6 says, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And let me point out that word earnestly here means to seek out, search for, beg, crave, demand back, require, marked by or showing deep and determined sincerity our salvation it's not just a decision but it's your relationship with god okay can you can i mean i read that i'm like that word earnestly those he rewards those who earnestly seek him he rewards those who seek out search for crave demand require show deep determined sincerity that is huge i mean think to yourself Am I doing that? You know, is that me? Am I like craving him? Am I seeking out for him? Am I showing deep, determined sincerity? Like that one word packs like a punch. So without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Now think about this. You know, we're saved by grace through faith. But we don't have to build up our faith to believe him and be saved. You know what I mean? It's the same portion of faith. You believe it. You believe that he's your savior, savior or you don't. You believe you're saved by faith, by grace through faith, or you don't. You see what I'm saying? You're not having to build up your faith to be saved. It's that decision. You believe or you don't. And we need to look at that the same way when we're praying and believing in God for something to happen, for Him to, um, for His ability, for His you know, signs and wonders for, for him to act on our behalf. We have to look at that as, do I believe or do I don't believe? And am I, do I have faith or, um, or is there unbelief? Because it's the same portion. It's the same power. I hope this, I hope you're getting this. I really hope so. Because, you know, it really does come down to our relationship with God, you know, and our Savior. You know, like I said, we are saved by grace through faith. And from there to have faith for them possible, you know, we cannot doubt God's willingness. Because, you know, I read, we know it's God's will for us to be healed, to have life more abundantly. So we cannot doubt God's willingness and his ability for, um, for what we are having faith for. Just like I said, like how... We have, um, like how we are saved by faith, right? We don't have to like build our faith up over the course of our life, you know, to then, okay, now, now I'm saved. I built my faith up enough, you know, yay, it happened. No. And so it's the same thing if you're praying for someone to be healed, you know, it's the same thing when you're praying for yourself, you see something like, oh gosh, you know, I'm starting to feel a little sick, you know. And you pray for yourself. You know what I mean? Like same thing when you pray for someone else. It's the same thing when you're believing in God for something. You know, if it's finances, a job, whatever it is. It's the same portion of power. 
It's the same measure of faith. Don't let the devil manipulate our minds thinking that, oh, you need a greater level of faith to, you know, pray for someone and they be healed or, you know, set someone free. You know, you're, you're, you're not, your faith isn't at that point yet. That's a lie. That's a lie. The devil's trying to cover the unbelief and make it seem like, well, you don't have enough faith. You don't have enough God. You don't have enough faith. No, no. I'm given the same portion of faith. I have all the power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead living inside of me. I'm given authority and dominion. That no, it's unbelief and it has to go. Makes sense. <laughs> it's kind of like when you um you know like with children, you know like my my 3-year-old, he trusts everything I say, you know, like I pray for him every night. We're teaching them how to how to pray to God, but we're also teaching him how to lay hands and pray for someone else. And everything I tell him, he agrees with. He believes without a shadow of a doubt. You know, I pray for him if he has a boo-boo. You know, he'll be like, I have an owie. I pray over it. And then I ask him, how do you feel, son? Does it feel better? Yes, yes. No more owie, no more owie. And he's fine. You know what I mean? It's like, they they take what you say and they just they run with it you know they what you say without any doubt they believe it and god says you know god's saying the same thing you know what god says i believe and that settles it that should be our mindset like a child you know my mommy says this so that's that's the truth And, you know, that settles it. You know, like, just that childlike faith when it comes to that parent. You know, they're completely dependent on you. They trust you with their life. You know, they say whatever you say, they take to heart, and that's that's it. And that's what God wants from us. So when we pray, when we, you know, believe for someone's healing, that's it. You know, God says, lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I laid hands on you, I, you know, prayed for you, or whatever term you want to use, you know, I laid hands on you, I prayed for you, and that settles that you're going to be healed, you know, because that's what God says. And you know, our faith takes action, that's why we have to lay hands on the sick, that's why God is using us, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Okay, God, you're doing the, the work, you're, you know, okay, I just have to lay hands on them, Believe what you say, and they're going to walk around, you know, walk away healed. You know, I mean, tell me. Can you really tell me that you're, you, you're like, yeah, yeah, I know this. I know this. Really? Honestly? So, 100% of the time when you pray for people, um, they're being healed, delivered, set free? Because <laughs> I want to be at that 100%, like, success rate if we have to put it in those terms. You know what I mean? I want to be used by God to speak to people, you know what I mean, to encourage people, disciple people. I want to see people healed. I want to see people set free. I want to see people changed, you know what I mean? So just think about that. And you know, like, if you say you do know this, are you going out and praying for people? Are you... 
Are you, is God, you know, using you for divine appointments with people? Like, you know, what's going on? Because whenever I get a glimpse of how mighty and loving God is, it's like I get more, I get to see more of his heart and I start to feel um, and see people the way that Christ does. And I can see it over the years of my relationship with Jesus, how he's really tenderized my heart and I moved by compassion for people and I know it's because that's how Jesus is feeling and how he sees people. And that is what causes me to be bold, courageous, and like confident in God's ability. And it's when you start seeing God's heart uh, for people and how he wants to, you know, how he wants to bless us, forgive us, heal us, set us free, you know, but... We can't let unbelief get in the way because it's not all about us. It's about people. And we can walk out in that power that Jesus died to give us. We can walk it out. We can walk out in that power that Jesus died to give us for his people. It's not just about me. It's about all of us. It's about every person Jesus died for and as us as believers we have been commissioned to be the body of Christ and he's given us everything we need to do it so please don't say I got this I know this I want you to let God just completely just demolish your way of thinking when it comes to faith and unbelief just like he gave me that revelation of this. Because faith is both necessary. It is a gift by God. Faith is an essential part of the armor. It's our shield. And we need to grab a hold of it. And we need to walk it out. So I, you know, I just... I want to encourage you guys, you know what I mean? I I want to I love when I see people put on Facebook like what they're doing, you know, testimonies. I love churches when you can like see them minister to people and have testimonies. It just it really excites me and encourages me and, you know, I really want, you know, I everything I ever say comes out of a heart to just encourage and exhort and um, I know the Lord has spoken to me in recent past about, you know, just being his voice, being his mouthpiece. And I know it's not something that everyone's going to want to hear, but you know, <laughs> that's okay because you know, what the Lord says, we need to hear whether we like it or not. So I just, I'll say a prayer real quick, you know, dear heavenly father, just ask that you, you know, reveal this way of thinking to everyone in a deeper way, you know, and areas that people need, you know, to build their faith per se or demolish their unbelief. Um, just grab a hold of that, you know, it's we have enough faith. We have all the power that we just need to demolish and rebuke unbelief. So that way we are no longer being manipulated and deceived by the enemy that we needed greater greater levels of faith to achieve 
what you're calling us to do because that is a lie from the enemy. It's a lie from the pit of hell. You've given us the right amount of faith. You have given us all the power and authority, the right portion of power to walk out everything that you're telling us to do, but that is unbelief that needs to be demolished from our thinking and from our hearts. And we just, I just thank you, Lord, right now that you're doing that. And I just thank you, Lord, for that in Jesus' name. Amen.